Welcome to Revolution by Out of Spec Motoring, where we burn tires and not fuel. And speaking of burning tires and not fuel, we have Don and Marianne Miller, the mad people behind the wheel of Model X's on racetracks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because I believe Don did about 16 minutes straight tire squeal around our track at the last event. Yeah, I learned how to use traction control just so the tires squeal all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he managed to do it without breathing once. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't breathe either. That's right. <laughs> right. And uh, Don and Marianne have a YouTube channel called My Tesla Model X Journey, where they post daily vlogs of their life centered around, or at least transported around, by Ruby, their 100D Model X. Yes. Correct. Very cool. And uh, no, they've had great success with YouTube so far. And Marianne puts a lot of time into her videos every day. And I mean, you're up till like two o'clock in the morning editing. Right. I am often up quite late editing, taking little cat naps in between, you know, those times where there's like accidentally no music. That may have been because I had a little cat nap there. (laughs) (laughs) We all know how that goes. And of course, tonight we have Benjamin Spreen, who's on the show most times. Welcome back, Ben. Thank you. And uh, aside from that, we were just uh, talking about, what were we even talking about? My parents just called, and uh, they, they called us in a, in a frantic frenzy of trying to find the supercharger in New Rochelle, New York. And I had accidentally told them to go to the top level, which is where the Brooklyn supercharger is. And meanwhile, the New Rochelle one is on the bottom level. <laughs> so once they went all the way back down, they were able to locate the 72 kilowatt urban chargers and we'll get the notification here on my phone shortly and here it is charging started with battery at 22 miles yeah well i think the that's an interesting concept the 72 uh kilowatt chargers i think it's i like the idea of putting them at shopping centers and places because honestly the chargers are getting so quick now that there's no such thing as stopping, going to have lunch and come back. I mean, uh, especially on a busy weekend or something like that, uh, supercharging, you know, you've, you've got to, it's going to finish before you do now at 150 kilowatts on, yeah. we've get, we consistently get 146, 147 kilowatts on our model X. Right. I mean, it's just like routine now. And uh, when you get in that kind of, I forget how many miles that is. It's like 400 miles an hour. It's yeah, charging. and in a Model 3, it's over 600. Yeah, and so it, charging stops are quick. I mean, look, uh, you just don't have enough time. So I think the 72-kilowatt um, chargers in a place where you know you're going to want to spend 90 minutes, that's a good idea. I totally agree. And, uh, you know, the, the urban stations are interesting because they, in theory, can put out just as much power right. as I heard a normal that. supercharger. I have heard that, yes. Um, although the newer cabinets, my parents in Connecticut just got down the road from their house, uh, two superchargers within two miles of each other, which wow. is very weird, an urban and a full one. Hmm. And uh, the full ones have, you know, they, they say 135 kilowatt peak on the cabinets, but they'll overclock them to 150. Yep. And uh, the split ones say it's uh, 72 times two. Uh, so they're actually designed specifically for the urban application. The earlier urban chargers had the same 135 kilowatt peak oh, cabinets. Sure. So okay. now they're actually manufacturing them differently somehow, hmm. which is I had never seen before. But uh, there's a couple benefits to the 72 kilowatt ones, which is like my dad was taking a trip up from Florida this past week where he drove 
my mom's new Model 3 from South Florida back up to Connecticut. And he had stopped in Savannah, which is a notoriously bad supercharger to stop in. Mm -hmm. And he got nine kilowatt. Right. Right. Because he had to share with someone and it was probably an unhealthy cabinet. And that's all it would give. And he moved to another one. He got 16. And so that's all. And then the rest were full. So he sat there for an hour and over an hour just to get enough range to get, you know, 70 miles down the road to the next Next supercharger. Right. So that was um, the thing I like about the urban is you're at least guaranteed 72 kilowatt, no matter who else is charging on that cabinet. Right. And honestly, as I said, we consistently get 147 kilowatts. It's above 140 for maybe three, four minutes. Mm -hmm. And then it's above 130 for another seven minutes or six. And then it's down to 120. So I guess what I'm saying it stays above 72 kilowatts probably the whole time. Cause usually by the time it's down to 72, we're, we've got enough range. We're on to the next supercharger. Sure, absolutely. But I, I guess that, um, at some level that probably uh, could have been true. We did get uh, the required number of miles needed to make the next supercharger. Um, probably maybe at most 10 minutes longer. Right. Yeah. And, and when you're trying to stop and eat, and, you know, it's the difference between 25 and 35, which might be actually a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's great if you're going to be doing something during those stops. Um, I have noticed uh, supercharging times. Well, actually, back to your whole thing with, you know, staying above certain kilowatt ranges. Uh, certainly the internal charge curve of the car, oh, for yeah. the most part, will, will regulate that. But in this heat, especially because I've just road tripped at, you know, about 100 superchargers in the past month or so. Uh, maybe not that many, but probably 80 or so, uh, ones that are sitting in the sun notoriously will cut charge rates sooner mm. than those that won't. So what I've noticed on on doing our trips and everything is when you plug the Model 3 in at 0%, you know, it, it basically ramps up to 150 kilowatt by 3%. That's when it can take. And you're putting a ton of amps in to get right. 150 kilowatt when pack voltage is that low. Yeah, that low. Uh-huh. Right? And so that just heats up the whole handle and cable right. so high that it reaches its thermal limit by the time the car is at 25% charge rate. Right. And then it'll go under 100 kilowatt. So if you move stalls, even on the same cabinet, and plug into the other one, it'll shoot right back to 150 because it's no longer throttled by cable temp. Right. Yeah. One of the podcasts I listened to, uh, Talking Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Model 3s, and he has a 1450, and they plugs it in with the UMC. Right. They did an experiment. This is in California where they charged, and it starts off at, I guess, what is it, 32 amps or something mm-hmm. like that? Yep. And it quickly falls down uh, under 20. I, I don't know what the number is. With the charging cord out in the sun. Right. Interesting. Then they, they got another UMC, plug, plugged it in. Uh, it was cooled. The UMC was cool, and mm-hmm. they covered it with cardboard. They covered the cable mm-hmm. and the UMC with cardboard, and it charged at 32 amps the whole time. Sure. So I've never seen a UMC get that hot to yeah. cut right. That's interesting. Yeah, that it apparently it worries about the temperature also. You're right. Well, that's good. I mean, we don't want things no, catching on fire and exactly. burning up. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it doesn't know the difference between heating up a black cord in the sun sure. to 150 degrees and current flowing through sure. and heating it it's up. It's just temperature. It's yep. just temperature. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's probably a good way of doing it. Um, you know, I 
charging off of the UMC, there's a new alert that the car will actually show. And I'm sure they found this when they were doing that test that says either charging not possible or charging reduced yeah, I think they due got to the cable reduced. temperature. That's mm-hmm. right. I think yeah. they got the reduced. They got a message. I saw someone reduced. post about that recently, and I had never seen that alert before. I have seen that come up on a 120-volt charging with a UMC with an extension. So I think it may have a temperature sensor at both ends, potentially, so that you don't melt the the plug end, not the Tesla plug huh. end, but the I uh, didn't NEMA think that there was end. any logic in that little end pigtail. Well, there's a couple. I mean, it knows what you're plugging it into, and yeah. it selects right. amp. So there's there might be a you know. Oh, there's a, a little, little there's a little there. microprocessor in yeah, there. Yeah, so maybe I mean, it's no doing mm-hmm. temperature as well. Yeah, that is cool. I well, like that a lot. Well, another thing is I. You know, when you plug in and it starts ramping up, um, it's measuring the voltage as, you know, you plug in and you're drawing zero amps and it's 245 volts. Mm-hmm. And then it's drawing two amps and it's down to 100, uh, 241 volts. And then it draws four amps and it's down to 238. Right, yeah. It's sagging and it knows. Yep. It'll protect against it'll that. It'll say, whoa, 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 I'm not going to go. You're right. not getting 32 amps. You're going to get 10 amps or 16 right. the amps. The chargers down in Raleigh at Hargett Street uh, are wired poorly. Or it, our friend Chris, who came on the podcast originally, was saying that the aluminum that they use oh, yeah. has uh, sort of worn out. Right. And mm-hmm. that it voltage sags badly because of one of those two things. Yeah. So the, 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 the little charger, even though they give it with a car, it's a smart little thing. It's good, really going to try yeah, to make you safe. The smart car will pull 30 amps, which is its maximum there the entire time. But the Tesla backs down to 22. Right. Uh, right. Isn't it 22 at that station, Ben? 22. But if you ramp up slowly yeah. yourself, you can get like 26. <laughs> right. You can get 26 <laughs> if you go hit the plus button on the amps on the screen. Yeah, but slowly. you can't. You can't let it fault out and then go to 26. Right. You have to start all over again. <laughs> We've played around with those a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Marianne, what have you been doing? You've been driving to any... You've been taking a lot of trips with your car recently, though. Right. Well, we had a really um, good summer, I think, where we really stepped up our road trips. I know. Uh, you're finally catching on. It's fun I, to road trip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we went uh, tubing up in the North Carolina mountains, and we went and visited another Tesla Model X owner up in the mountains and mm-hmm. uh, let Johnny go crazy on some tractors and have yeah, some that real was cool. fun. We yeah. did the uh, Amazon Fulfillment Center tour. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, well, that building, I think they said it was the size of 20 football fields. And, um, <laughs> and where is it? It's in Virginia. Do you is remember it Richmond? This? Uh, no. Uh, no. It's, um, South of Richmond. Uh, so like Chester? North, North Chester. Chester. Yes, yes, There's yes. a supercharger in Chester. That's right. It's That's only right. We like stopped there. Seven minutes yeah. away, seven, eight minutes away the from Wawa's. the Wawa's. We did yes. that Tesla travel thing where we haven't been to the supercharger so we're going to stop even if we don't need to stop Absolutely. because it's we did it. fun yeah. it is it's great to see the different we installs here we miss the flatbread at the wawa that we our next that. our next time we have to go in and try the they flatbread. do have good flatbreads yes. uh, i prefer wawa food over sheets personally. okay and okay. i'm a big sheets fan but i like wawa better well that wawa there at chester was busy it's always busy i mean yeah. it was i mean look i'm used to busy sheets but that Chester place, that was a zoo. That's the word to but describe it. had right. ample spread out of the gasoline tank area and the super, you know, there, right. I didn't feel claustrophobic. No I didn't feel claustrophobic no, or I, that it was too close to the building and likely no, to be iced there. Right. I've never seen an icing situation. And I stopped there a lot on my way back 
uh, home, if I just need a quick top up, I prefer to go there than to South Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything. Although better South, than Hill, South Hill, well, I mean, if you're going to the restaurant, it's not bad. Right, but, and we also stopped at that supercharger. Why? Right, because we it. could just yeah. to see it. Well, yeah. that restaurant I hear is actually pretty good, but you would but have it is to stop the restaurant. It is That's the all only. There is there. Oh yeah. So yeah. you'd have to stop on your way to the supercharger right. to use facilities if you needed to. You couldn't just plug in and then go do something. Right. Else. There's a like a couple truck stop right like a loves truck the, stop yeah, yeah. there's an, there's places right but there you're is right. a truck stop at that um that interstate and then too, if you're so. like me and you have an electric unicycle with you you could uh, zip over to the truck stop while it's charging you know it cuts down on that having to hook your it. your yeah. tesla supercharging travel mentioned uh marianne you had an idea a few years ago i did about tesla oh. superchargers in Oh, this is them. such a good idea. This is right. the best I idea I think ever. I want badges for superchargers that, you know, you've been to. Like yeah. some uh, picture-appropriate thing for the city or the stop. Like mm-hmm. Raleigh, the city of Oaks. We'd like have a little, little oak tree. We'd have an acorn or a little oak tree on there or something. Like little merit badges yeah, for your Elon Tesla. Yeah, Elon had said on Twitter, not because I tweeted it, somebody else after me, that he liked <laughs> the idea, you know, but it just... Every I know Tesla some folks group could do their own city. No, it would encourage more supercharger use, which we can't have right now. Right. Yeah. Well, right. well it's income. Well, I think the the concept of, you know, you used to get the U.S. Park Service passport. Oh, I still have yeah. mine in the car. I have the penny presses from like everywhere we yeah. go. People uh, go. want a badge for yeah. completion. I keep of the badges a... in the car. On the screen, on the MCU, you ought to have your you're a screen, you know, we've got the drawing pad and all those others. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have a screen with all your badges that you've collected at all these superchargers? And it could be linked to car, or I think it'd be nice if it was linked, linked to Tesla to account. 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 Oh, that way, oh, if yeah. you get a new car, you can still exactly. have those memories. Move it, move it I forward, agree. move it forward with yes, the Tesla. That would yeah. encourage yeah. me to, that, uh, like having all those badges, I wouldn't want to give up my car. Right. No, no, no. That's <laughs> why you link it to the account. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Account yeah. And then you, know, well, you see on the back of Subarus, they'll have, the, and you can get them free from Subaru. It's like my first, my second, my third Subaru. And they have all these oh. other badges they tack onto it, like a dog owner, a hiking. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see Subarus, you can Google these like Subaru badges. It's They send them free to owners. I've never heard of this. Uh, I'll, I'll I've start seen, looking for that. I've not yeah. noticed it. You'll, you'll see the circle is the, has the number Subaru they're on. Okay. And then... The ones that go off of it are all the, you know, if they have dogs or whatever they, they enjoy. <laughs> and I've seen them where they end up with like a one foot long badge of these wow. things. And they're each about one inch square. They're postage stamp sized huh. little badges. So you'd be like, I'm a kayaker. I go hiking. Yeah. This car's climbed Mount Washington. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty oh, cool. Uh, Left handed, I'm sure, is one of them. There's <laughs> plenty. There's definitely plenty. That is funny. I love that. But we were very excited that we can now officially say, as of this summer, that Ruby has left the state of North Carolina. Yeah. We've gone to both South Carolina. And so next year's, you know, three-year anniversary video, we'll be showing the GPS map for, you know, outside of North Carolina. Why don't we... um what Why don't we, do? we go down for a launch? Yeah, I was just yeah. saying, we should go see a SpaceX launch at Cape Canaveral. That sounds yes. like fun to me. Yeah, It's an easy, I mean, You've got the six-seater, I'm riding with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drive. <laughs> yeah, we did that drive in your car, uh, yeah. and uh, I do that drive often enough, and uh, it's fine. Nice you just drive. have to skip Savannah. Yeah. But I've, uh, I've, they're putting more stations in, which is nice, just still a terrible location. Yeah, I think the... Um, expanding savannah at that airport just doesn't it's a waste yeah i want kettleman city East. they should have opened yeah, well, up georgia's <laughs> supposed to get one yeah i mean that's what i'm waiting for that you know we could take a field trip down there right. tesla f- vlog field trip 
Right. That'd be kind of fun. I think uh, V3s, they're putting two in in Connecticut right now, right by my parents' house, one on either side of I-95, hmm. I believe 10 stalls each. So it'll be a 20-stall V3. And then in Virginia, uh, right on the western loop of D.C., there's another V3 going in. I don't know how many, but that will help my trips up there. Sure. Because in my Model 3, or actually even easier, in my Model S, it had the 100-pack. I could drive from here to D.C., get lunch, and then drive from D.C. to home, which is a 600-and-something-mile trip with one charging stop. Wow. Which was cool. And, you know, I never did it that way, but uh, one time I did when speeds were low and it took a while, but I took a long lunch and it was just to see if I could do it. It was very cool. So I, I'm excited about all the new faster charging coming in. Of course, it means that cannonball times will come down, which is <laughs> uh, an exciting prospect because we spent seven hours and 49 minutes stopped on our cannonball. Right. Wow. Uh, and most of that was charging. Let's say, you know, that seven hours, 20 minutes of it was actually plugged in. Yeah, on the time lapse, we noticed there was a fast food accomplishment yeah. or two that we were trying. Yeah. Let's see, did they actually go through the drive-through? No, we never did the drive-through. Somebody we, somebody hustled over there while the car was charged in. Right. Yeah. In. I mean, our I think our average time in a charger was between twelve and fifteen minutes. So that's plenty of time to run in, get some food, and eat sure. in the car. Well, how much or how did you do your calculations to make sure you had enough but didn't waste time charging longer than necessary? to make the next supercharger? So for the most part, they're, they're spaced rather close. So what I would do is I would never leave if we were getting good speeds. Okay. Because we would use that energy at some point, point. right? So if we're getting 148, 149 kilowatt, there's no reason to leave now. We'll use that energy at some point down the road. Sure. So by the time the car would taper, we would usually have more than enough to get to the next charger. Okay. And then I would just drive quickly and burn as much as I could to get there. And then do the repeat the same thing over. Yeah, because this is a, the case with the faster charging, especially with the efficiency of the Model 3, mm -hmm. where you can actually make up time by going faster and because it charges so fast. The breakover uh, speed is about 120 miles an hour. Right. If you go above 120, it slows you down because you have to overcharge. If you go under 120, you're killing time, essentially. Right. Uh, so you just try and keep it right around 100 miles an hour was what we tried to do, uh, un allegedly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, charging is a really cool thing. And I, what I really want, and I know we've spoken about this before on the show, but I really want a CCS adapter. I think, oh, uh, yes. you know, the Model 3 is shown in Europe with CCS. It can do 200 kilowatt charging. Right. So if I can get a CCS adapter now, then I can do a cross-country trip with 200 kilowatts on Electrify America very reliably. Right. I mean, hopefully reliably, but <laughs> at least... Well, you can at least attempt to use right. one of their stations before it faults out. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I think... Uh, I haven't seen as many people complaining about it, but I should... Um, Actually, you know what I'm going to do next week? I'll be up in Connecticut. And Ben, I don't know if you can get the time off, but we're going to do a Chevy Bolt versus Kona versus short range Model 3 road trip. My dad, myself, and my dad's friend who bought my dad's old Bolt, mm. we're going to do a little bit of a, a, a review because they're all the same price. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see which is better. I think the Tesla will win, but we'll find out. I think the, uh, the Kona gets props for having the most space. Uh, and the bolt I think is going to lose cause it has the slowest charging at exactly right, half the speed of the short yeah. range. Yeah. Can you believe the short range threes are still limited to a hundred kilowatt supercharging? 
Well, I thought that's what he announced. I thought way back when, when the Model 3, 2016. He, he, he said 130 said, miles in 30 minutes. Yeah. Yep. He said that the the smaller one was not going to charge as fast as the, the larger one. I just think that they should use that as a selling point to upsell that's right. to longer range cars. Because it doesn't really say that anywhere on the website when you go to order it now. I mean, it might in a little bullet yeah, point. Yeah, who knows? But uh, that is a huge difference on a road trip. Like it, for me, range of a car when there's enough charging infrastructure doesn't matter as right. much as how quickly right. can I charge. If my thing can go 600 miles in a charge, great. But if it charges at 50 kilowatt, I don't want it. it. Is, yeah. Right. So, but I would prefer the faster charging and especially deep into the pack, uh, which is why the e-tron has terrible range, but at least it can 150 kilowatt to 80%. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a solid charge rate. Right. I mean, that's that's significant. So I actually think the e-tron would be faster than most would think on a road trip uh, when compared to an iPace, where the iPace has more range. But I think it'd I'd, be a very interesting test. Would yeah. you have more range versus faster charging? I think the e-tron would win over I, a long distance. I think I haven't seen much efficiency between the two, but I, I that would be really interesting. I think gut, it would yeah. pull ahead every stop of just a tad. Right. Well, so. I was talking yesterday. We were at a Tesla owners event, um, mm-hmm. and I was talking to somebody, and they made a point that uh, there's a stretch along I-95. There's like a supercharger every 25, 30 miles. Yeah, I mean, it's north like, of DC, it's every 25 miles or so. Yeah, and so what that you know the thing about running it deep into the pack. It's one thing when you, your resolution is 75 miles. My yep. next super, if I don't stop at this one, my next one's 75 miles down or the more. road. Mm-hmm. We were seeing some that were 150 at west. That's right. Like go down to Santee yeah. and uh, the Savannah and all right. that. You That's know, a long stretch. There's yeah. a long stretches down there. Well, if you've got a choice of every 25 miles, that's basically pseudo gallon of gas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're sitting at 50 miles estimated range. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's another supercharger in 25 miles. I'll be there at 25 or 20 miles. I'll be pl- and I'll be deep into the pack sure. at that point and it'll charge like crazy. Yep. So that really frees you. It's the same thing with the gasoline cars. If there was a, a gas station, you know, like you get out in the west somewhere and the next service is 112 miles, you know, if that's what you had to deal with everywhere, you would be very careful about how you pick and chose uh, filled up your car yeah but you know we're just as gasoline former gasoline drivers you know there's a gas station on every corner yeah you don't uh, think about it every exit along the interstate mm-hmm. but you know when you it doesn't have to be every exit along the interstate but you know every third exit or fourth exit i mean when you get it to that kind of resolution yeah. then the, the game over because then you could basically the computer in the car or you could just sit there and say Look, this is your optimum place uh, to, to stop and charge. Yeah, it, it charge speed isn't just limited by the state of charge of the battery, but it's limited by when you can actually take that stop charge. That's right. To utilize it. So, That's right. Like you're saying there, and they're more closely packed. Yeah, you don't need them that close to make that trip, but it means depending on where you are in charge and where you're coming from, where you're going, and what you're doing, it can make a big improvement in your travel time. Yeah, I saw a video uh, probably at least a year ago. It's a new Model 3 owner. Is in, they lived in like Long Island, and we're going someplace upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And there was a supercharger. They only needed to supercharge once. But on the way up to it, it was two-thirds of the way or three-quarters of the way up there. They could make it no problem in their Model 3, and they could supercharge. But they only had to supercharge for like 15 minutes to make the destination. Right, yeah. 
But but coming back, they had you know they left home with or, or the place where they were staying at eighty percent or ninety percent. Well, they get to the supercharger. Now they got to charge a long time. Now they got to charge a long time. Yep. If they and so like you say, when you hit that supercharger, it isn't that you can't make it. But the, if you're really trying to reduce your trip time, which supercharger you stop at can makes a huge, huge difference. difference. Anyway, so it, it took like you know an hour longer to come home than it did to go. Going was like, yep. okay, they thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And then in coming back, it was like, oh well, we got to sit here, you know, 95, 90. You know, oh finally, it's it, we've got enough comfort building right. buffer that we can make it to home. Right. But now, of course, this is a year later. I'm sure there's two more superchargers along the way. Yeah. Well, they put a, Long Island was such a weak spot for supercharging and, and that whole route upstate. But they have filled that in completely in the yeah. past six months or so. Um, I, I know when my dad had his Model X 60D that my mom's parents live in Long Island. So they would drive from Connecticut around the sound, basically through New York City and then back out on the island. It's only about 90 or 80 miles. And he couldn't do it without chatter mowing. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, it may sound like we worry a lot about charging. So we don't. When we took taken these trips, mm-hmm. um, we did not worry about the charging. And and I mean, we went in places in South Carolina, and there was there's nothing down there. Yeah. I mean, there were no superchargers. There's no DC fast charger. In fact, we stopped as Marianne said. You tell them the story about the park where we at the pool. Right. We were coming back from Morrow Mountain area in the middle of the, the state and uh, we tried to pull. We just we wanted to practice uh, plug share and plugging in at a non Tesla supercharger and just check out that experience and, you know, just go through that. And um, unfortunately, we pulled in and it was offline. It had uh, flipped a breaker. We, th- we think. Yeah. But what we did is we pulled in. And it was a beautiful afternoon. It was a sh- the trees had shaded that parking place. All we were going to do is plug in, right? Put a little post on plug share and then go on. We, we did not. Sure. We did not need any charge whatsoever. Right. Well, we got there, and of course, as Marianne said, it was it was offline. So we called the vendor who supplied. You know, I'm, I'm not picking on them. Um, we called the vendor. Um, and they couldn't normally you would expect that there would be a charger number it was they couldn't off. locate the charger right yeah. right they had trouble locating the charger the charger didn't have a unique identification number it it's was like non-existent in their system yeah although the nice mm. people at the pool did right. offer to call the county town guy to come out and reset the breaker right. if we were in a hard way they were very nice the, to yeah. us yeah we but, um yeah, so I went over to the pool on the other side of the parking lot. There's a community swimming pool, mm-hmm. and I'm the lifeguard or whatever, the people running the little administrator booth, she says, oh, that lady in the truck that just drove up, she's the, um, you know, she's the manager. So I just went over and said, hey, just let you know the charger's not working. We don't need it, but it's not working. She said, well, hang on, let me call. So she called the office downtown, and she, of course, knew who, who to call, and they got to the, the right guy to call. Good. And I said, you know, I'm just reporting it. It's probably a trip breaker, but the key thing is we don't need it, so don't come out here make a special trip. Sure. Uh, but, you know, do the next time you, you're out doing your little round, go come by here and figure out why that breaker's offline. I mean, that charger's offline because that was the only charger. I mean, it wasn't a great charger. It was just a level two charger, but that was it. There was no other charger. It was 50 miles either way. 
Right. But yeah. now that we have driven in rural North Carolina and South Carolina this summer, um, there have been two, maybe three occasions where I was looking on PlugShare for uh, where can we charge possibly. One mm-hmm. time it was sort of important. We were in, we were coming oh, yeah, back from Union, was. South Carolina, headed to Hickory, going, going uphill. uphill, and we were a little, we were thinking about it. Well, what I found out is that out in the middle of nowhere, your phone cannot use the app. It's basically PlugShare app. PlugShare app. No, no you coverage. can't use it because there's no coverage. Oh yeah, it you need cell service. It yeah. won't. So, well, what do people do? Like that really well, absolutely need it. Like you need to be able to download it, like Google Maps. That's probably not a bad idea. Before I've never your thought trip, about because that. really, yeah. honest, I'm like Donnie. I'm sorry, I can't get it to come up. I was sort of fretting. I'm, I'm like, we're gonna have to pull over and get Wi-Fi somewhere. I can't see in the app. It won't draw any of the locations for mm-hmm. me. And that happened twice this summer. So for me, I ain't going to go look in PlugShare because it's not going to help me out in the middle of no. I mean, Unless it's you not. look at well, it before Most places you go have there. cell service. So I'd say that's a... Well, I was on... What road we were on? Um, LT... Yeah, it, wasn't a, it was not an interstate, but it was a U.S. highway, and it was a divided highway. You'd I be surprised. Hmm. I'm... It, you know, maybe the mountains. I mean, we were we were in the mountains. We were, uh, out yeah. there. Yeah, I'm we just were thinking they need to have, like Google Maps, yeah. they need to have a download capability. So, yeah. you know, you're going some, you yeah, know, I want to download tiles. everywhere in the state of North Carolina. Well, I know some of the folks at PlugShare. Let's reach out to them. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if they can develop yeah. it would have been more usable and. Yeah. Ask to download, uh, you know, square radius or yeah. something like that in these areas. Yeah. It's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think there's a lot of... Uh, so first off, I was overhearing a conversation yesterday at the Tesla meetup that we were both at, and uh, the topic was, uh, you know, how am I going to make it from, you know, on a cross-country trip? And I haven't heard, it occurred to me, I hadn't heard anyone talking about, in a Tesla at least, not being able to make it somewhere, or even oh, thinking yeah. about not being it for years. Yeah, right, I right? agree. No, it's, yeah, I, it's, it's I a don't solved even, issue. Uh, if, if anyone says we're going anywhere... Not for one second do I think I can't make it there with my car. I mean, granted, I have a big battery pack. I'd leave pack, for California tomorrow by myself, and yeah. I wouldn't have a fear in the world of finding a place to no, charge it's the on easiest the way. Thing Don on would the let me go. I yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll start after this podcast. I'm at fifty percent <laughs> charge, but I think yeah, I can same still here. do it. Well, you yeah. know, that's the thing now is you don't need to leave with the full state of charge. You just no. run. You know, you're low state of charge. You get a fast charging rate. You pop in at the first yep. supercharger you come to. You keep going. It doesn't add much time. I mean, time. it used to be we would think in terms of, wow, we better charge Ruby to 100%. We think, you know, we'll try to time her to stop right when we're leaving. That's what I yeah. do just to balance the path. And now it's like, well, you know, yeah, we got some charge in the car. Let's just take off in right. the direction of where we want to go. Especially if you're going south, you'll hit Fayetteville. Yep. And if you're going north, you'll hit Chester or yep. South Hill. Yeah. Uh, right. Maybe even Hickory Hen- now. Henderson. No, not Hickory. Henderson. Henderson. Yes, yeah. I haven't been yeah. there yet. Oh, I have. I've yeah, very cool. You beat me to one. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> if you're up there, go to the Cryptozoology Museum. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, we should do a meetup there one day. I mean, I, although I think it's probably a busy Sheets gas it is. station. Yeah. That is a fairly uh, a busy spot. Yeah. Yep. Don wasn't with me that day. Did we stop with you two? I can't. Michelle no, I, was I, with I, me the day yeah. I was at. I just Henderson. want a V3. I want Burlington to get replaced with oh. a V3. Oh, please God. Um, but just to <laughs> just to remove Burlington yeah, and put stop. a V3 in somewhere yeah. else. Oh yeah, can we move it to someplace else besides the back corner of the mall parking lot? Right. It is. I, a, I mean, it's it, on our list of too far to leave the well, interstate unless we can't help That's it. That's a place for urban superchargers. If you were going to put a seventy-two 
because yeah, but no, but no one lives in Burlington to even right. use I, it. I agree. Yeah, uh, everyone I, in Burlington drives a lifted diesel truck. But they only that's lifted that. the front of it. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's well, true. it's um, it's very inconvenient from the interstate to oh, Burlington. It takes like seven minutes. Yeah, and and that's if you know exactly where you're going. Right. And uh, so I, uh, yes. Um, if you go the back way, I've found you out. You can get a little quicker. lost on the right, way. Right, well, there out, is a though. back way, yeah. and that is definitely going to shave is some not time the way off. But the car will take you, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Absolutely. But the back way brings you by Starbucks. That's right. So I might, you know, sometimes, this was before mm-hmm. Greensboro was online, I would yeah. hit that Starbucks sure. and go charge. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, you can also, if you, we've done movie theater popcorn before as well. Yeah, we've done trip. that a few times. I actually did that with Johnny. We went and got movie theater yeah. popcorn. It's a, a really good ago. way for a road trip because popcorn's a great road trip snack because yeah. it lasts for but hours. But since, yeah. Uh, yeah. since Greensboro came online, there's very little need to hit Burlington. The only time that I would need to hit it is if I'm going to Charlotte and back, I don't go by the Greensboro Supercharger right. mm-hmm. and it's actually quicker to divert to Burlington. Right. But I just want a V3 in Durham to open up That's on right. my way into home if I'm stretching it. So I can zap up and then then pull in, uh, but there's still a Durham Supercharger supposedly coming. I heard yeah, maybe by the Bonefish Grill where we held that meetup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's been the rumor at least, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be really good. Well, it'd be great if our Carry Supercharger under construction would finish too. Yeah, what do you think about that location though? I think it's uh, kind of silly. I, I agree. Well, I actually mapped it in one of our videos of how long it was going to take somebody if they needed to come off of I forty to get to that supercharger and get back to I forty. And I think it was like I want to I want to say it was fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's worse than Charlotte. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. So yeah. somebody yeah. said, well, that's because it's an urban supercharger, but it's not it? an urban. It's not. Yeah, I know, but yes, I mapped it. And yeah. it's, well, it's, I think Target uh, is paying right. Tesla. I, I agree from a, the and point. And Electrify America, in fact, in some cases. Because hmm. yeah. there's a few EA stations yeah, we've been going well, up. Crossroads, we've Crossroads, been Crossroads yep. Target has That's the only EA. a 50 kilowatt. 50 though. kilowatt. I was, yeah. Exactly. But the thing about the, the carry one is so, it's, if you're traveling I-40, it just doesn't work. Right. It just doesn't work. No, it's, it has to be for RTP residents who live in apartments. It's, but if you work in RTP, you have charging at work. Probably Almost so. every single I, right. building has yeah, charging. Right. right? Well, like Ben's dad works in RTP. We went there and they have like 15 chargers. In fact, and, and I think this is the wrong way to do it if you're a business. They had so many charging they spots. They covered them up. They put bags over them. Like, you know, when a gas pumps out of service, how they cover oh, the whole like thing. They put black, black bag. satchel bags over like a third of the charging spots and make them for gas cars. So gas cars have somewhere to park, but then the EV people are switching on and off because there's so many EVs there. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you should just allow icing or just tell people to walk. Yeah. Cause you got <laughs> enough parking in that. that they, they have plenty of parking. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess I'm probably in the minority, but I personally like, when the superchargers at a shopping or a work location in there on the back. I agree. I don't want it to get yeah. ice. Yeah, none of us is asking for the front EV spot parking. to be front row and take us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I agree. We're not. And I don't want a Florence, South Carolina again. Oh. I mean, I it's don't want to have to walk for 30 minutes to use the restroom, but right. I don't need to be on the front curb No, five-minute walk, four-minute yeah. walk, totally right. acceptable. Just some place where it's not as convenient yeah. for gas cars to ice. I get it that... You know, the services, the infrastructure, the buildings where the power is, there's no, they have to trench. Just go on and do it. It, You'll solve yourself or save yourself a lot of frustration and irritation from your employees. If you're talking about employee part, even you, you can have the one 
or the two up front by the entrance for visitor sure. parking. Sure. But the employee ones go on and put on the back 40 if that's what it takes. You know, you're, you're trying to reduce your health insurance costs for your employees. Right. <laughs> yeah. Given Make the extra. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I, I would think employers should do is I really honestly quit putting in 72 amp chargers or 50 amp chargers. I swear to God, I would have a, a, a 16 amp charger. That's all you oh, need. Oh yeah. Some Plug in and, and rather, instead of having eight 32 amp chargers, give me 16, mm-hmm. 16 amps. Chargers. Well, so now there's a new solution that's rolling out. ChargePoint hasn't adopted it. There's the, they're the largest workplace installer, but it's all uh, load share based for demand charges for chargers. Sure. So if there's fewer cars, they'll take More. 80 amps, whatever yeah. it is. Of course, that's going to be. Right. And that's the, the way, way I think it needs possible. to go. And, yeah. and a lot of it's being fed by solar. But there's a lot yeah. more of these innovative solutions that are coming. Right. For example, the port in, I forgive me for saying, but I think it's Zeebrugge, Belgium, where the Model 3s roll into Europe. There's something like 150 level 2s. Right. lined up just rows and rows and of i think those are on a smart grid they're setup. all so load it could shared. be anywhere from 10 to two whatever they go know. to yeah but they uh, they're all load shared depending on how many cars are plugged in in the sun and whatever logic they put into it but right that makes a lot of sense in fact we have another reason to be jealous of european tesla owners not only did they get a ccs adapter well, i was just about to say they're, ccs they're native 250 240 volts over there that's that, right. That right. makes the, the the what they call the granny plug oh, three right. kilowatts. Yeah, twice as fast. Right, it's great. Right. Yeah. Thirteen amps at uh, yeah, it's a thirteen amp socket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a seven point two or something like that kilowatts or yeah. something ungodly. Yep. Yeah, that I mean that's all. That is very nice, of course. That's also have. why Dysons aren't as good in the United States. That's a right. side. They run half power here. <laughs> but they're wow. not as good over here. Right. No, that is very true. The vacuum cleaners, uh, actually, I was talking to, to my friend Nick, who runs a YouTube channel, Car Reviews, Nick Murray, and uh, he was saying he bought a vacuum cleaner here, same one that he had at home in New Zealand, and uh, he couldn't understand why it wasn't working nearly as well, and it's purely because our voltage was half, right. and they didn't design around it differently. Right. So, uh, Or maybe they just maxed it. Who knows what it is? But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. And um, speaking of overseas... A project I'd like to work on, not anytime soon, but in the next couple of years, would be to do an around-the-world trip in an electric car. Huh? So there's a lot of this around-the-world and gas car things going on right now, where people are just flying their car from continent to continent mm-hmm. or shipping okay. it. Uh, totally doable and not as expensive as you would think. Um, it's only about eight, $750 or $1,000 to right. ship it over to Europe. I mean, it's really not bad. And then you have a car that's there. You just need a lot of adapters, which would be fun. Right. I think I'm only interested once we can do it in an amphibious electric vehicle. I don't want to have to get out of it. I want to go non, maybe not nonstop, but I want to go, I don't want to have to exit the vehicle. We'll do drive throughs and everything. But you can't take your scent pack if you do that's that. That's true. I can't. <laughs> right. So that, so that is the Mercedes Benz interior fragrances, which we'll talk about on the next show. That's right. And uh, they're pretty funny and they all smell horrible yep that it's uh and just as a teaser for that episode i sprayed my eyeball with them by accident (laughs) (laughs) multiple Uh, times (laughs) he's lucky because the uh, warning on this says it's harmful to aquatic life with long lasting effects it's word for word thankfully he is non-aquatic so he (laughs) i think will make it wait but 
Um, yeah. Which one, which did you get in your eye? Was it nightlife mood, sports mood, or downtown? I don't mood? know. I sprayed one up my nose so bad it hurt my brain and one in my eyeball, and it was not good. I just don't like perfumes. I hope it wasn't downtown. That you don't, <laughs> you don't want to get downtown in your in, right, in your eyes. All right, we're saving that for next show. We've already recorded the next show, right. but uh, we've already talked about that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> one last little bit about charging. Yes, um, and then we'll move on to a new topic. Yes, but yes. So, not to beat the thing to death too much, but. I, we did have an experience on one of our trips. Uh, we went to visit some friends in the mountains of North Carolina, and uh, he has solar. He has a beautiful setup, and he has um, a high-powered wall connector on a 100-amp circuit. Ooh, so it'll pull a full 80. Yeah, full 72 on ours. On we yours have is a 72, 72, right? Yep. Well, I guess, you know, I've been charging it. Uh, well, we do charge it sometimes at 40, but most of the time just to kind of – we don't really need it uh, to kind of reduce the strain. We charge it at 30 amps most mm-hmm. of the time. Dial yep. it down. And dial it down. And so, you know, we char- did it's the first time I've ever seen 72 amps on our, our, I think. It actually goes pretty quick. And that's what I was seeing. So we went there, we had lunch, and they took us around their property, and we saw this and that, and we went back to the car. It's 100% charged. And we got there with like 32 miles right. or something yeah. like that. I mean, this thing, it's fast. I yeah. did not realize how fast. Well, it's 12 kilowatts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's like 60 something miles an hour. Yeah. No, and, it flies. I mean, it was it's mm-hmm. booking. And Imagine I mean, that it, in the Model S 100, it, right? It, it it's goes not all much the way up than to Chattamo the Chatamo. Yeah. And stuff like that. That's right. It goes all the way up to the top because mm-hmm. I don't know. We weren't watching it up there 98, 99. I'm sure it slowed down. It does. But, yeah. But for the longest time, it was, it was socking it to it. Like you said, right. 12 kilowatts or something yeah. like that. The whole time, and that was a real eye-opening experience. We had to do that a lot, uh, not had to, but at Tesla when we worked there, we had an 80-amp connector that we actually burned up one of them because we used it. I mean, that thing just ran all the time, nonstop. I had my 90D, you had your P100D. Well, my P100D only had had 48 amps. We both had 48 amps and big batteries, so it it just just kind of felt awful awful when you were trying to do workplace charging and switch off like three cars in a day. Right, so everyone at Tesla had had Teslas, and we only had one charger, and none of us were going to charge at home we're taking the free energy yeah. right so we're all cheap right we, it was basically <laughs> That's whoever, why I bought those cars. whoever got there first in the morning got the charger until 80 or 90 percent but the big batteries like our cars and, and 48 amp charging meant they sat on there for five or six hours mm-hmm. right so the i said all that to add this last little bit look if you're building a house go on and plan a hundred amp service to your charging just location. You can always load share it if you have and, more than and, one EV. Yeah, that's right. No problem. Put you two chargers or three chargers on it. But you know, that day that you need to slam some charge in here, it's nice. It, it's seven. It, that's that's <laughs> charging at 72 amps is sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I think all new homes should be built with like a probably three phase, 650 amp panel. Just <laughs> so, uh, you never know. You never know. For expansion. Right. I want a uh, V3 capabilities in the garage okay. for the next well, house. Well, you know, maybe those 72 amp <laughs> urban superchargers could be home super superchargers at 72. It'll be the new kilowatt. high power wall connector. Yeah. New high power wall. I like it. All right. So to change the topic, I'm going to bring up something controversial. Oh, <gasps> oh no. I want to hear Don and Marianne's opinion on third party non-Tesla EVs. I know we are team Tesla for you guys and we are not team against Tesla at all. We love them. We, I, I I love them. They're great cars. I'm a firm believer that there needs to be more than one manufacturer Mm -hmm. that, that makes uh, these electric cars, but I'd love to hear your take on uh, the, the, the status of electric vehicles today. Like I personally still think the 2012 model S is better than any car that's electric to this point. 
uh, until the TICAM launches. Right. But I'd like to hear your opinions on where we are and the rollout and, and everything like that. And and feel free, you know, this is this is a Don's meant to be controversial. Me. He's like, you go first. You I go want to see what she's saying. You say. go, girl. Yeah. Well, um, a couple of weeks ago, I joined a new Facebook group called Women Drive Electric. Oh, and very the cool. women in this Facebook group drive all kinds of electric cars, and they're very each and every one of them is very proud of the of the fact that they're driving electric and of the particular one of their choice. And I think it's been eye opening to get to hear uh, all these other success stories uh, of all these other owners, and that's a good thing for me. Are there many Tesla owners in the group, or there mostly all- Leaf Bolts, or? I would say maybe a fourth Tesla. Wow, I, yeah. that's a big, uh, big yeah. offset. Yeah, so there are a lot of Leaf, Bolt. Somebody was excited today. My Kona EV is coming this week. I can't wait right. for it. Um, and so it's it's just it's it's been eye opening. It's been good. Um, I really try to be Team EV, and then I see some stuff happen sometimes. And it kind of puts a little bump in the road. But then I go right back to where I want to be. But it's, it is, maybe it's hard for me some days because of all of the, it seems like when you're on top and it doesn't matter who, it, what industry we're talking about, um, there's a lot of people out to get you. And so because Don and I are watching lots of YouTubes and, you know, we're really getting a lot, a lot of that coming in. So... Well, there's been a lot against Tesla, and I think unfairly so. Uh, I think some of it is justified, of course, but I think um, for the most part, they do things at least uh, in, you know, it, I, I believe the spirit of the company is to make the planet a better place. That's right. At least that's where it started, right. and, and I actually do believe that that's still around. So you can't mm-hmm. fault them for trying, uh, but they do things that are a little silly, especially internal operations that Ben and I would have to deal with often make you want to love other EVs more, but, uh, you know, it's a, um, it's, it's interesting. I think product wise, they make amazing cars. I mean, they drive great. They go very far. Uh, they honestly handle better than they probably deserve to. I mean, the little iPad on wheels shouldn't be able to drift around a racetrack like we did. I mean, it's very cool. Right. Um, but I think there's space for other manufacturers. We got to draw test drive. You were part of one of those test drive, helping yeah, us in one yeah. of those test drive. But Don and I have been in the Bolt. Um, ben was helpful with the Jaguar I-Pace. Mm-hmm. You were helpful with the Kona. Uh, mm-hmm. We really enjoyed that opportunity. We, you know, I'd like to drive an e-tron. I'd love to drive the Porsche when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's going to um, be I, so We cool. had positive yeah. experiences in all of those cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you know, that's great. Uh, you know, Team EV, uh, other manufacturers, um I, th- I think there are, some of them are seemingly, uh, I, you know, two years ago, I would have said Volkswagen doesn't understand. They're Agreed. giving lip service. They're issuing press release after press release after press release. And I guess technically maybe they still are. They still are doing concepts now. Yeah. Here's a new concept for the week that'll never come out. We're on the... <laughs> but I think they're the probably third, the ones leading the charge. I was going to say, of, uh, yeah. of the, uh, excluding Tesla, they're the only other car maker who actually seems to have got it. Yeah. Now, they're not all in. Absolutely. No, no, no. no. The they only... can't do a huge shift like that. They That's would right. blow the company, I think. But I... Now, when you, just to clarify, when you say got it, that maybe EV, elaborate what they're doing. That EVs in that are here to stay. 
Mm-hmm. They're not a pimple that you can pop and it'll heat in and you'll be better in a couple of days. I mean, they're going out of their way to make an EV that's better yeah. than mandated. That's right. And that is actually attractive to people to want to buy over ice equivalents. That's right. I think um, they, they're, they're actually um, trying, you know, they've, they've taken steps. They signed battery contracts. They've done all these things. They're, you know, the ID three or ID four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know that they've got this plat- platform they're trying to partner with Ford on, but so Volkswagen themselves, I think, are trying to move towards a real electric future, and they've given up on the fossil fuel past. I agree. They still need to make those cars they, they for still the need next to five, six, seven years. That's right. But all the innovation is going to electric. But my feeling, and I realize that technically Porsche is part of Volkswagen and Audi yep. part of Volkswagen. Lamborghini, I, I, Bentley. I, I get that. These, yeah. but Bentley does have a plug-in hybrid, however. They so do. And a very expensive charger. <laughs> yes, it's the same charger as <laughs> every other Volkswagen <laughs> but product, but it's work significantly of art more expensive. Yeah, work of art. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the other um, car companies, they, they, they just... Their heart is not in it. They're doing it because somebody is telling them to do it. The government's telling them to do it. Maybe a few key customers are telling them or some stock uh, person. They're not, they're not, they're not doing it for any of the right reasons. Right. I I actually completely agree uh, with your analysis. I think Volkswagen, and I've said this on shows and other podcasts too, they are definitely the, uh, the, putting a lot of effort in. And mm-hmm. the, I think they're doing it because they genuinely believe they're better products than ICE vehicles. Uh, and they know and, they can't sell a clean diesel anymore because right. no one's going to believe that one. <laughs> oh, well, they ruined diesels for almost every manufacturer. They like have, BMW yeah. no longer brings diesels yeah. in. Well, and, it, it's actually, I think BMW is a great example because they were a company who's a little early to electrification when you think of the i3. Yeah. The i3 was a and fantastic car when it came out. They've been done a nothing. Slow. And Look at the new Mini like... coming out. It's BMW, right? That's owned by BMW. Yeah. It is the exact same specifications as the i3 from 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or 11, whatever they first and, came out. And meanwhile, and it you've sucks. got Volkswagen Auto, Auto Group doing stuff. The Taycan's going to be freaking Taycan's awesome. Taycan's going to be great. You've got uh, JLR. They've, they're going pretty heavy in electrification. They're doing plugins and a lot of stuff. They, yeah. New models they've just killed are going to be XJ coming back. The new will be full electric. An 800 horsepower all electric luxury sedan. Right. That's a good flagship car to have. It's yeah. going to be only electric as a flagship potentially. Right. Well, people like choices, and I understand that not everybody uh, uh, has the driving uh, needs, requirements, or characteristics that electric cars. Um, I think there's. I think they're uh, cheating themselves, but. I can see why they might be hesitant to say, well, you know, uh, there's no electric car that does what I need. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sure. because, you know, honestly, the uh, the iPACE isn't that much different. I, I mean, I know it looks different. Not, the e-tron, they're basically going after the same customer. Same customer. Yes. And you could argue that it's going after the same customer as the Tesla Model S. They almost need uh, to I mean, go X, uh, you more know, demographics need to be covered. But that's right. So we need fleet vehicles, work trucks. Right. And we, that's what yeah. I was saying is, is that at this point, and this is where I fault these manufacturers, the non-Tesla manufacturers, you know, they've got 30 models in this line and we got 15 models in this, you know, a small model line is 20 car, right. 20 different um, models. Right. Right. Why aren't you doing five different? I mean, Hyundai, other than Tesla, 
is the first one. They got the Kia Soul and the Nero. They have Soul, Nero, uh, Kona, Ionic. Right. They're the first Mm -hmm. one that has more than one. But actuality, they've got four going after the same customer. Right. Like, why didn't they make the um, the The, big full-size SUV? options. Right. That's the thing. You hit hit it on the head. It's if you want, uh, you've got like three different... You know, tiers of cars. You got a subcompact entry, yeah. maybe a small SUV, maybe a big SUV, whatever you want to have. And right. most manufacturers, I think, maybe it's a costing they can only afford to invest in one because of its its small volume initially. Right, and honestly, but small SUVs sell more than anything. They do right right now, at least in the American yeah, I've, market. I've been on record saying before in our YouTubes that. Honestly, Tesla should have came out with the Model Y first. Before mm-hmm. the three. It yeah. would have been so much better for yes. them. And they, so uh, much better. We, I mean, the Model 3 has moved the ball way down the court. I agree. But yeah. but Big the Model shift. Y would have moved the ball through the court, into the parking <laughs> lot, and down the highway. Yeah. That's how far it would have moved the ball. I mean, the Model Y really ticks every box, That's right? Because right. it's not going to handle really any worse to the normal person than a three, mm-hmm. and you'll have more space for your dog or stuff in the back. And even in Europe and China, folks, they like that you small four-factor SUV, yeah. whatever you want to call that, CUV. I don't know what the right term is. Yeah, it's for CUV, it. but uh, in China, you can buy the Xpeng G3. Which we, is the best car on the planet. We're going to have to do a video on this. We're going to have to travel to China just for this car. It's an electric you know, it looks SUV. Like a, it's the same size as a Kona, basically. Yeah, it, but it has a Model X-style windshield and Model X-style uh, sun visors to go and with that gauges. windshield. Huh? It's got Holy a similar cool. Tesla kind of vertical big screen. But it has the best feature ever fitted <laughs> to any car, electric or it's not. It's got a hat on the roof. It's got a little, like... Like a Looks satellite like a dish folded dome. up drone. Way cool. On yeah. The, you know, little Sticks thing. off the roof so like six inches. So it launches into the drive through at the Starbucks and gets your Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, and no. It, it, it looks it, like it's that. It's a little head that like camera head that pops up and it swivels. Yeah. And you can use voice controls to say, I, it was in Chinese, so I don't know what they said, but I'm assuming <laughs> they said, X-Pang, take my picture. And they, they, they posed and the little camera pops up off the roof, aims at them, takes picture, and then it pops up on the girl's phone. That's the only the use for this camera. Yeah, it's, this whole selfie it's a selfie camera. It's a little attached camera. Attached I want that feature. It's yeah. a periscope <laughs> selfie car. You would car. use it. I would. It's perfect. Actually, it's the only use that they let the owner of the vehicle use. Well, the Chinese <laughs> government <laughs> has plenty of use for that camera, baby. Maybe, right. Uh, yeah, it reminds possible. me of, was it was it a Seinfeld episode with the, the car periscope? Or yeah, was that the little per- uh, Curb Your no, Enthusiasm? That was, that was Seinfeld. Was one, yeah. yeah, I guess it was Seinfeld yeah. with the little car periscope and the old Volvo. Yeah. I, Yes, it can do that too, which is an excellent feature. Well, I just think that you know you're you're killing tons of efficiency by putting this big oh, sure. thing on the roof. Uh, it wasn't and that big; it was uh, about the size of like a VHS tape when it was folded down. Oh, that's it, right. That's it a size reference down. no one's gonna understand now, yeah. but that's as <laughs> yeah. close well, to an approximation as I can get. Unfortunately, Ben, I get the reference. Right, right. But maybe it was closer. No, to most beta. of our audience is is between twenty eight and forty two, so but they'll understand. Good. I think we're good. Do yeah. you think they'll know what beta is? Well, then? technically, yeah. John knows what a VHS tape. Right. Is. So they'd have to be younger than about ten. Yeah. yeah okay. Did not okay. get that reference. Got I think. It. No, but I just think that that is uh, the coolest thing, and that makes that the best car on the planet, aside from the smart electric, which is the true best car on the planet. Yeah, it's nothing better. It, there's nothing better because you know what? It accomplishes everything that it's designed to do perfectly, and nothing more. 
Nothing more. No extra credit. (laughs) But that's fine. Right. But it doesn't miss any mark. It's the right size. It's got the right power. Great handling. Very comfortable. 60-ish miles of range, which is perfect because no one realistically will want to spend more than an hour in a car like that. Right. And you don't even need to get nav because you can't go far enough to get lost. (laughs) Exactly. It's perfect. Uh, Somebody left what it was in our video the other day. Somebody left a message about how cute it was. Yeah, it's it's an amazing car. It's just for 150 bucks a month. Why not? Right. Of course, the new 50 e-tron, e-tron 50. I thought if I had a choice between the 55, which goes 204 Mile. No, that's the e, just each tron. Right? Each tron. All right, the mm-hmm. one that goes two hundred and four. Fifty-five. Oh, so it's fifty-five and fifty. 50. I thought fifty-five was a short range version. I mean, it of is the a short nor- range version, but that's the biggest one you can get. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I wonder what the number is. It's not amp hours. It's it somehow no, must no. equate to their gasoline engines because uh, that's how they're na- naming those right. two. It's a fifty-five yeah. liter battery. Right. The the point I uh, where I was going with is honestly. That's the one to get if you're going to get an Audi, mm-hmm. because then you don't even have to worry about this taking a trip in it. You just leave. It's like your little um, smart car. Smart car. You get you get to drive around it's town, all over town, and make as many soccer trips, yep. doctors' visits, run to the office, run to the dry cleaners. You Plenty get of the, range for that. All you want to do to your heart's content. And you just drive your other car anytime you're going to leave town. Right. I get mm-hmm. that. But I also think the e-tron is going to be a good road trip car. I mean, I don't think well, I want to drive. One, the big one, I think, yeah. could be if enough charging is out there for it. Well, let's say on highway speeds, you do 150 miles on one charge. Sure. Right? And the car is really primarily designed for two Europe. two hours. That's yeah. Just... It's designed for Europe, and they have a very extensive charging network yep. built out with fast charging, uh, mainly with Ionity. Like our, the, our side is Electrify America, but they operate essentially the same Volkswagen right. Audi Group money. And um, at least in the U.S., you can drive that car from New York to Florida or from it's here to as California. Well, big, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would really be interested in a test between the uh, e-tron iPace mm-hmm. and a Model X sure. uh, going across the country. I actually think the uh, e-tron would give the Model X 75, like a small battery one, a run for its money. Yeah. But we don't have that. They don't sell that anymore. So. No, they call it the standard range. Nope. Yeah. Long range only on Model X now. With oh, Ravens. that's right. Only really? Long, yes. So I had no idea. Yes. There's no more. Oh, it could be close. It, it <laughs> yeah, would it just might come get back demolished, again. unfortunately. Yeah. That said, I think you can get massage sheets in the e-tron, right? You can. Oh, they're so amazing. So that's all. There you go. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry for that. I do enjoy that's a right. massage sheet. No, but honestly, so. what you once you experience it, you never want to drive another car without yeah. massaging seats. Well, the, so, the number one thing that I, with EVs that I think, uh, myths or problems or issues or whatever it is that's holding them back. I think it's this focus on these trips. I'll tell you a quick, yep. uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, Jack Ricard. I love this EVTV, story. I know exactly what you're going to say. He's my hero. Okay. Yep. He told, I love him. He told a story on one of his, uh, <laughs> he YouTube, told me the same story too. And he said, look, he was, there's a local restaurant, where he, him and his wife go to eat. And if you've ever seen Jack, you realize this man's serious about eating. <laughs> He's and, a good customer. And, and I, yeah. Although I think I could give Jack a good race for the money. I yeah. really think I could um, when it comes to eating. Anyway, so he goes in there and the, the hostess is the owner of the restaurant, uh, says, you know, welcome Jack. Good to see you again. Um, and, said something to the effect of how's that electric car he's doing. And he, she said, Jack says, Oh, I love my electric car. You know, we, my wife drives it. We're, we're enjoying it. She said, well, 
you, can you drive that electric car to um, California? Of course, he's talking about a, she's talking about a Tesla. And Jack says, sure, you can drive it to an electric car. And he, and he asks the, the lady, she says, and he asks her, well, Betty, when's the, when's the, when you're going to go to California? She says, oh, I, I'm not planning a trip to California. And he says, "Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good to know. You know, this is uh, this is Missouri. <laughs> this is Port Girard. What's it called? Uh, uh, Cape, Cape, Cape Girard. 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 I've been there. It's actually a pretty town. Uh, uh, so you know, it's probably fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred. Oh, it's small. Yeah, nice um, bridge though. Yeah, yeah, nice bridge. Yeah, yeah that's bridge. the only thing it's got. Yeah, <laughs> all so, the taxes went into that bridge. Yeah. So, Beauty. So he he asked Betty. He says, well, now Betty, um, uh, have you? When's the last time you drove to California? Well." Uh, I've never drove to California. Yeah. Know, that's the gas or electric now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, he says, well, well, when was the last time you've ever been to California? <laughs> yeah. I've never been to California. So what is she worrying yeah, about? Why the hell I do you need to go to California? Electric car to California. <laughs> yeah, no, but when we were doing sales at Tesla, you get that all the time. Someone's like, well, how fast can it charge? How far can it go? And then they'd be like, oh, that'd never work. I, I'm not going to get one until it goes 600 miles and charges right. in five minutes. We're like, right. what are you doing? Transporting organs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how... And it, invariably, it would be the... It's almost always the husband of oh, the, of the family who would say it. And I would almost 95% of the time be able to do this without it failing. Turn to the, the wife and be, you guys have kids, right? Yep. How long do you actually go without stopping? Yeah. They'd be like... Hour and a half, and then we yeah. have to stop for twenty minutes. And I'm like, "See, you're already slower than an electric car." Right? right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, that's what I'm saying is, is that this, this, there is this too much focus of a focus on, on road trips. How far can I go? Mm-hmm. On yeah. it's just you look. Twenty years, uh, ten, five years ago, eight years ago, some number of years ago, when the superchargers or fast chargers were we needed rare as hen's teeth, you had to have it. Yep. But today we were talking about before the podcast are 25 miles apart. Well, maybe during this podcast, they're 25 miles apart. Yeah. In some places. If you have a DC fast charger, you, every go, anywhere you, want. you go anywhere you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're almost to the point where in, in probably two years from now, any non Tesla EV, it will be a non question. Like I mm-hmm. basically drove my model three for a month straight. Right. And I could yeah. just kept going forever. I mean, I never once thought I wasn't going to make it to a charger. Uh, and, and it's no problem. Road trips are no problem. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it, when you go and purchase shoes, y- you don't go. Well, how well are these going to work when I go snorkeling? Yeah, <laughs> that's you know that happens maybe once a year, or maybe not even that often. Right. But you're you're not going to go out and buy, you know, flippers to wear every day because sometimes you may go snorkeling. Right. That that's a good sense. analogy. I like I that. Like it, yeah. yeah, that is pretty funny. But I will say I did go snorkeling recently in the Dominican Republic. Did you have power snorkeling? You? Electric power oh, snorkeling. Wow. Hmm. There are these uh, Can-Am, a company that makes uh, Sea-Doo and Ski-Doo and Bombardier stuff, uh, made these little fans with two handles on them. Oh, the little underwater jet speeds. pods. Those and these are things real freaking fun. rip. They are fast. Uh, <laughs> if you and put it your was, nose the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, well, that was the thing. I am, uh, I haven't been swimming in a long time. I don't like to swim. I can swim, but I didn't realize I was that incompetent of a swimmer until I got in the water. Mm. And now I'm holding on to this jet powered thing, right? <laughs> and to top it off, my mask won't seal to my face. So oh, I'm yeah. supposed to be enjoying looking at all these fish. And meanwhile, I'm getting salt water <laughs> into my lungs and I'm, fr- I'm having these attacks. I can't breathe. And so I'm turning this thing straight up to pull me up to the surface. And it was honestly, probably no question the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. 
And meanwhile, everyone's just floating around, super calm, having a Zen moment. And I'm, my heart's about to pop out of my chest. You're yeah. being dragged and, through uh, water I by this could, thing yeah. without control. <laughs> well, I had full control over it. But basically what I did is I just put my head above the water, put that thing on three, and headed straight for the shore. Amen. I wanted <laughs> to be done. <laughs> I visited my brother out in Hawaii one time. Yeah. He's a big windsurfer. And we went. he took me out there to, to show me how to windsurf. And I, after about maybe 10 minutes, because, you know, I, it, it totally so zapped, hard to do it. zapped my strength. I yeah. mean, God, I wasn't in that good of shape. Yeah. But I came back and told him I already know how to drown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, need, I don't right. need to learn how to drown. I already know how to yeah. drown. Well, I, you know, I've never experienced a drowning moment or sensation. I'm sure I have well, a I, life jacket on, I but I uh, genuinely, at certain cases, did feel... Uh, sort of helpless in the situation like I wasn't able to get out of it and I've never been in a situation like that and uh, now if I probably went I knew what to expect but I'd have no desire to go ever again and I'll look at the fish on a fake TV screen one day and enjoy it from there aquariums are easier yeah Yeah. exactly I was in an aquarium in Atlanta if you've ever go to Atlanta it's very cool because you can do the Atlanta aquarium and right next to it is the Coca-Cola factory or at least a museum or something headquarters it's like Disneyland for Coke and they have all these crazy flavors of Coke. Right. It's wild stuff. Some yep. of them are bad. My understanding is they've now turned those type of machines into serving microbrew beers. Oh, really? So you can uh. go up and have you know, 56 choices of, you know, take little samples of mm-hmm. 56 cool. different beers. And then you can tell them which one you really want. So well, somebody's actually used the machine for something There's a, a cool place. <laughs> Rather in, than sugar water. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a cool place in Durham, uh, and there's I'm sure one of, this, one of these in every town, and I don't know if I was talking to you guys about this, but essentially you walk in and they give you a wristband with an RFID built into it, and uh, you walk up to these computer screens with a tap, and it's a wall probably about 30 or 40 feet long, and every foot and a half there's a separate spout. Mm. And these uh, iPad-looking screens display what will come out of the spout. And it's uh, you know red wine, white wine, beer, or ciders. And uh, you get charged based on how much liquid flows through that tap tied to your RFID. So when you leave, you tap your thing to scan out, hand them the money, and go. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. So you can mm-hmm. just try. It's a great opportunity to try different types of sure. alcohol without having to order a you know $8 or $9 glass. Right. That would... And somebody like me who doesn't really know what they like until yeah. they taste it. Same here. I can't. You could tell me, oh, it has this attribute, this attribute. Right. And we have no it. idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. It's all grape juice to me. That's what I tell people about wine. Yeah. It's all yeah. just grape yeah. juice to me, baby. So Can I, I talk I about electric it. cars for a moment? Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot what podcast we were I just, on. No, I just, I just <laughs> uh, oh. wanted to make that transition really badly. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, you were talking about like everyone's worried about trips when they don't take trips that often, things like that. They're two very honest at like automotive advertising commercials that I think of, and I think there needs to be more of these, especially with EVs being on the rise. Nissan did one really early days of the Leaf, and it was, I think, called Gas Powered Everything. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. And it was just everything in an office complex was powered gas. So like I saw that. The gas-powered yeah. computer, Toothbrush, the coffee the maker. doing our hair dryer. Hair dryer. dryer. Yeah, start up my two-stroke <laughs> yeah, hair dryer. Yeah, yeah. And then the other yeah, one. Why would you drive around with a gas-powered engine, right? The That's other so one silly. that kind of, I think, helps put someone in like the reality and mindset of like, how are you going to use a car is Smart Car had a uh, great, well, Smart had a great commercial for the Smart for Two, which was oh, uh, they yes. were driving it off-road and it just miserably useless out there. Right. And then they come Even into Even though this, it's a great off-road vehicle. It, as we know, it is excellent. But yeah. they, they drive it into like a, a creek and it just comes to a dead stop in the water. <laughs> they and really tore anything. that thing up. They like fall through little rocks and stuff. And it's just not a good situation. And then they say, you know, it's, you know, 
as good off road as an off roader is in the city, and it cuts to the city. You see someone in their suburban not being able to park in the right. Oh. Yeah, whips on. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah, I did not see that. Yeah, one. that oh, one's a good. That those two, commercial. I think. You know, that's sort of how people are like, I need my car to do all these things. I'm like, but what do you do with it, actually? You don't need right. that 800-mile range or, or nope. that, that fast discharging. Yeah. I mean, for most people's use, they could buy a used Nissan Leaf or whatever. It'd be curbing so emissions. Yeah, I think with the very regular driving that I do, where we can almost clock my daily commute to downtown uh-huh. Raleigh and back <laughs> on a school day at 100 to 110 miles is proof positive yeah. that... You know, very consistently, you just need this, you know, set amount of reasonable range to go about your daily business and day in and day out for most people commuting to their job. That's what they're doing. And like you said, not stop thinking about this. Well, we might go to Florida sometime in the next couple of years. Most people will fly on a trip. They're not like me where I drive everywhere. I'm a very, very, uh, you know, small percentage of the people out there. Although I, I would say. You and I both, especially because of autopilot and yep. the we Teslas, choose we to drive choose to drive when fly. we never would have before. Correct. At least I do. I would used to fly to New York often, and now I drive to New before York. Before I retired, I would fly. Mm-hmm. But now, if given a choice, uh, I'll, I'll drive, especially with the Mariana. She's, even if I do most of the driving, Yeah. the fact that, well, I just bought a, a round-trip plane ticket to uh, California. Yeah. And when it was all said and done, it was close to 700 bucks. Now, I'm sure everybody out there can get a ticket for half of what I paid for mine. I understand I'm not the best. It's not my field. Negotiator, no but points. if we'd have bought two tickets, that would have been $1,400. Versus zero. Versus, yeah. Well, a, very a couple low, nights of a hotel. A couple nights of a hotel. But, again, we have the time is of an essence. You know, when I was 35, my time was way more valuable. Now that I'm much 62 and I have less time. Somehow or another, it's not anyway. But uh, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of time. I ought to be flying everywhere. <laughs> Don't drive nowhere. <laughs> but I would re- really enjoy the trip more yeah. than the destination. So, I agree. Yeah, the journey is the destination. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I've certainly taken that approach. And although I am kind of bored of driving around the U.S. now, I think it's time to start exploring other parts of the world behind the wheel. Uh, yeah, I've just done the U.S. thing so much cross country yeah. up I'm, and down. And maybe we can do the Arctic Circle. Well, I'd really like someone just did uh, from uh, drove all the way to Alaska in their uh, Model S. An 84 year old mm, uh, right. gentleman drove and uh, waited a week for a ferry apparently and charged in a village and had a cool trip. But I'd love to do a, you know a, a really. A, I miss the days of when you weren't sure if you were going to make it the or not. challenge of Now driving. it's too easy. It's not fun anymore. Right. And I think that's what drew me to electric cars was anywhere you went was a challenge. When I would drive gas cars, I would drive very quickly because that's a challenge. You know, how are we going to get places in the shortest amount of time possible? Of course, I just did that. But um, I like my. I can't just go from A to B without some sort of fun game to a try. A manual and play. transmission. Oh, I did a nice gear change. There is right. something to like actively rope you into the right. process. And so now EVs are so easy. It's not fun for me anymore. Yeah. 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 I, so what's next? Hydrogen car? I don't know. I don't really care. I just need a solar challenge car. to get places. Sure, solar car. So I think that's when we start taking EVs into these remote places. Uh, just for fun of challenge of getting there, it's certainly not helpful to any average or normal buyer. Right. But it's just a cool showcase of potentially how to plan mm-hmm. a trip. Yeah. Well, I think that you know, I guess this year, uh, I, honestly, the Taycan, that is a serious 
effort. It is. That is the first, other than Tesla, serious effort at I, building an I electric agree. car. I, I like the e-tron, but and I often tell people that the e-tron is the absolute best ice car conversion to electric. Hundred percent done, mm-hmm. done but by anybody. It's a Q seven. It is. If you like ice cars, in fact, uh, the Consumer Report lady, she backed me up on this, and she's a professional. Mm-hmm. She said that the e-tron, she loved it because it was so conventional. Right. It, mm-hmm. it was just like the Q5 or the Q7. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, you have a Q7 lease that's coming up, right. and you only drive it around town, town, or you live in New York City, See. and you have a driver drive your family around. Right. Just get something electric. It's the same exact car that's electric. Right. And mm-hmm. you plug it in, and there's nothing new and nothing crazy about it. But here's... The challenge, and they put a plug on both sides, so you don't even have to remember anymore. Which is a really cat. nice feature, by the way. It's not bad, yeah. And here's the challenge for for Porsche: is this going to be the only one they come out with? In other words, if you look at the line of Porsche gasolines, you got mm-hmm. the Panamera, the nine seventy, uh, the nine one seven Cayman and Boxster. Oh God, they got how the many? They have like six or seven, and they're all. I'll be careful here because I'm not. A Volkswagen expert. They're That's all fine. they're very similar but slightly different. Well, they all fill the enthusiast market of that particular segment of vehicle. Yeah. So you can pretty much guarantee that in any segment, if it has a Porsche badge, it is the best driving version uh, I, of that car. I'm Except sure for true. the Cayenne Platinum. It's very bad. What is it? The Cayenne Platinum. What's it's, a platinum Cayenne? It's the base Cayenne, but with like uh, it's like Wait, an that's what package. I had on the Dragon, yeah, but I didn't no, have a Platinum, but I just had a base like, Cayenne. It's basically the base Cayenne, but they give it like two things that make you think it's going to be sporty, so it gets sport exhaust, oh. but it ends up being very disappointing. Oh, the Macan had a sport, a four-cylinder thing with all the sporty stuff Yeah, on it's it. the same thing but as like that But that's really Macan. slow. Um, no, but, but I, I think, uh, you know, Porsche, by the way, I just read something about it, is the most... Um, uh, Profitable luxury that's right. automaker per vehicle or something like that. Uh, I'm not at all surprised. It's either Ferrari right. or Porsche yeah. that makes more money. Yeah, the the margin on them, on them is astronomical. Crazy. I yeah. think Ferrari's money comes from branding promotions. Well, oh, they it, sell they make yeah. more money on their marketing than they do on the cars. Yeah, yeah. on their like clothing line and stuff. Ferrari aftershave. It's, well, because you like get all the Italian guys that drive Nissan Chentras that I like the Ferrari around, and they they have their shirts, and that's it. Right. You know. So. But no, I, I am a uh, at heart a Porsche fan. Sure. And the Taycan is uh, going to be really cool. I hope. I hope it's so good that they make an electric Cayenne. That's what I'm getting at. They make an electric at. 911. That's what I'm getting at. There is should it, be are an they electric Macan? Oh, that, that would, would be, be perfect. That would make a lot of sense. That'd be a good first one to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why but stop? And But, you know, every other, other that's, we started down that train and we kind of got yeah, sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that everybody else, they come out with a electric right. car and, and they have no point. plans to do anything else it is a very well, there, good point. there are a lot that have I, I would say like hyundai kia uh they've got plans to do well, more evs i agree they do uh, but i think like where i look at right now is maybe bmw bmw is doing nothing like ford or chevy how I many feel like cars is toyota enough. doing folks well, oh boy I, 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 well, I, <laughs> it's a list isn't it <laughs> well they're building zero but i think uh 2021, I read somewhere they're going to come out, like you said, a whole model line. A van, a car, a truck. A well, I've read those press releases, too. It yeah. is. They're open to interpretation. But they gave me no indication that they would be a pure electric. Oh. They're electrifying more. And I probably more. just Mild read a headline. Mild like hybrids, that. that stuff. Mild yeah. hybrid is silly, by the way. I know you think it's cool. <laughs> 
Who, me? Yeah. I wasn't about to. Can I talk about the Mercedes-Benz okay. uh, EQ mild hybrid real quick? Because I drove one, and it is the single greatest innovation in gasoline cars. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I don't use those words lightly. Well, EQ uh, means electric anything Mercedes now. Yes. So, it so it's, it's a uh, mild hybrid. In line Was six, it an E400? Yes. E400 EQ? E450, something like that. I don't it, know. No, it's, the C, it's the CLS. E450. The name is confusing. It's the kind of koopy looking four door oh, thing. That's the CLS. They the have CLS. that as a mild hybrid. Yeah, now? so it was the inline six turbo motor. And it's got the, the little, you know, electric portion of it. You know, it's got a starter generator kind of function. It never moves under electric power, but right. they took all the stuff that's run off the belt, the serpentine oh, belt. Sure. And they made that electric. So the water pump, all the stuff like that, the air, air conditioning, conditioning compressor is electrified. So when that engine stops in traffic, your AC doesn't get awful all of a sudden. It keeps blowing cold because everyone I've heard of who drives a gas car well, turns off the start-stop because they yes. hate that. That's right. And that solves it. It lets well, them use that. So right, that's a so good, let me good idea. In. It's very clever. I've driven my sister's brand new Jeep mild hybrid. She has the Wrangler four-door. It's a four-cylinder turbo with an electric motor bolted onto the back of it. Uh, what this system will do to auto start stop, you barely feel it because it doesn't use the starter motor to turn the gas engine back on sure. after the first time. It basically builds up torque in that electric motor bolted on the back and spins that up to yeah, start the motor. Integrated starter generator, ISG, right. I think is the term they're using so for this. So it's very smooth. But anytime you come to a stop, it shuts off AC. That's right. And it sucks. So Mercedes has figured it out. Right. Yeah. So I was, Mary and I had this conversation today. We saw on um, one of the uh, uh, transport evolved system, somebody in Europe is going to be converting to gasoline cars to electric. For nine grand. For nine grand. Mm -hmm. yes. And in France, you get a credit towards that as yes. well saw for conversion. Too. Right. So they have like four or five models that they're set up to do. Right. But the key thing there is that won't work at least in the South, well, I don't know anywhere in the U.S. because we have to have air conditioning. Europe, I think uh, parts of the year it's good to have air conditioning, but most of the time you just need heat. Well, for Northern yeah. Europe, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, well, why the heat wave was such a big thing. A big deal. Because we're all here like, oh, you know, 90 it degrees, that's not a big deal. Right, but, but London was about to burn down. Yeah. Right. So um, you cannot convert, ask Jack, it is really hard to convert a gasoline car, a modern gasoline car to electric Indeed. because of the air conditioning. Why the can't power you just steering. do an electric AC compressor? Well, because the you, logic and programming of all that is very different. And you also typically want a variable speed. Well, the thing is until electric cars came out and the OEMs are making or suppliers are making electric air conditioning compressors, they weren't available a few years ago. Mm. The Nissan Leaf, I guess you had one, and then Toyota the, Prius, the Prius, Prius but they weren't the first that, car that available. It. He he went through. Should go back and he's used the serpentine belt, and he runs his dual net gain nine uh, until he converted it to Tesla net gain nine, uh, two motors on the same shaft. Yeah, they yeah. would run continuously just to run the power steering and air conditioning. Through the automatic, used a real automatic transmission with a torque converter that really did. That was on the Tescalade or whatever. That's like the Escalade when it's working. Now he has since converted it, but never finished it to a Tesla drivetrain. Okay, but he's never put everything back together. But he he discovered the fact that what happened was that that was you know Jack's proud that he goes and does stuff, and 
learns the mistakes so that you and your conversion won't have to suffer them. Right. And right. he learned that DC cannot be used with lithium ion batteries. In the past, when you had lead acid batteries, mm -hmm. you could go 30 miles, 40 miles, 50 if you were super duper lucky. The lithium ions, you could go 100 miles, right. even in the Escalade. And the problem is the DC motors would overheat and melt in 100 miles. Driving down the interstate at 75 miles an hour. They'll just burn up. They'll just burn up after, for an hour, they would just, they'll simply melt. Right. And whereas um, if you drive around town and you jump up and run from one uh, intersection down to the next, you do 70, no big deal. The DC motor's perfectly happy doing that. Interesting. But sustained on the highway, the lithium ion batteries were the energy too much, uh, energy too long melted them so dc and that's why he converted it to tesla is because the dc motors and they were seven thousand dollars a piece sure yeah, yeah and he just kept melting them they yeah couldn't, couldn't take the heat well i think his whole thing is if uh he's doing it you can't afford it that's and right by the time you you're doing it he's no longer doing it that's right he's yeah. on to the next thing that is exactly right, right. he's always pushing that that out and i love that about him oh, it's I so agree. cool yeah. i uh you know i i got to spend six hours with him and we had a blast and i learned so much and uh he, you know he welcomes anyone who wants to go to the shop yeah you just well, got to budget a lot of time for it yeah well that's not a problem <laughs> yeah unlike with where youtube you can increase the playback speed <laughs> watch it 1.5 times speed <laughs> oh i watch it i sometimes back up watch it over again yeah <laughs> you know i i enjoy it i think it's great um well, we're nearing up on about an hour, 20 minutes, yeah. but um, what should, is there anything else we should talk about? I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Well, anything going on in your world, aside from going to California soon, which is very exciting? Right. I'm going to go out to the Tesla Design Leadership Studio. Summit. Leadership Summit. Right. Yes, right. Um, also, uh, there's a um, trip to the Blue Ridge Mountains coming up at the end oh, of this yeah. month. Uh, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Marianne could talk a little bit more yeah, about September that. September the 21st, the Blue Ridge Parkway Drive. I think there are uh, 100 Teslas signed up to participate this year. We'll be meeting in Asheville and taking a nice scenic drive in the after that Saturday afternoon and then uh, going to have a nice banquet meal in the evening with a room where we can all chat and talk EVs mm -hmm. for hours, which yeah. Sounds awesome to me. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then the following day, we're going to go and drive right. some amazing roads and yep. see a Twisties. massive dam. That's right. And dam is this damn, damn big. <laughs> it's going to be damn big. That's yeah, right. it, no, it is. A oh, big dam. <laughs> it is very scary. Maybe we'll see some government action in the area. You oh, know? there's <laughs> dam east of the Mississippi. Yeah, it, uh, actually east of the Rockies. Really? Wow. Yes, east of the Rockies. It is, uh, I think Hoover is pretty much the only thing bigger than it. Wow. And uh, this thing is, the, the cool part is we can all park the Teslas at the bottom of the dam where they have the solar generation in the substation with the dam in the back, and then we can drive to the top of it and oh, look down. Uh, and we, we could even, line up Teslas across the whole length of it. That's right. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. Yep. It is a really cool spot. Some of the best driving roads on the planet. And uh, I hope not many people come so we can keep our group small and we can charge all the cars during lunch. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. But aside from that, we have uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway. We have Tesla Fest East coming up, which we've talked mm -hmm. about. It's our racetrack event uh, sometime in October. Looking forward to that. Looking forward yep. to squealing Ruby tires. Ruby will That's be right. there again. We'll yep. put Don yeah. out on the track. And yep. <laughs> yeah, it should be a good time. We have a whole group from New Hampshire and Florida coming now. 
Uh, and uh, That's ho- awesome. hopefully no one backs out. But uh, as far as I know, it should be a pretty good weekend full of track driving and fun Tesla stuff. I've already budgeted for two sets of rear tires. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. of us will be counting on riding along for hot laps. Don't right. worry about it. I think what we will have at least two, I think, Model 3s to do drifting laps in, because that's what I'm planning to do. I know you're planning to do that, too. Yeah, I don't know how much time I'll have, but hopefully you can give laps, and I will, yeah. I'll will i do as much as I can, at least. you got to get out there and get used to it. You still haven't drifted. I haven't had a chance yet. I had, uh, Now that I've seen uh, gotta some learn video evidence, I really want to try it out. It looks, uh, looks pretty good, though. Yeah, it's, it's easy, it's fun, and the video will launch this week, so... Uh, Stay tuned for more of that. Yeah, yeah. we've we got uh, Mary and I had a sneak peek at it, and I tell you, it's wow. That's all you can say. Yeah, wow. I kept on looking at the lucky passengers in the yeah, car, going, yeah. "I wish I was one <laughs> of those so people." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you'll you'll all be able to do that soon. It is very anti-Tesla to drift one around and put all that carbon in the air, but it does lead for a lot of fun times. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for listening. Thank you guys for coming all the way over to uh, oh. do the podcast. I appreciate it. As always, we charged Ruby up. That's I don't even right. know what yep. she's at yet, but hopefully pretty good. That's right. And, uh, yeah, well, I guess uh, you guys will be back on soon, hopefully. I love it. Gosh, yeah. uh, Anytime you, you want. Know, we love yep. your out-of-spec motoring uh, uh, thank you. YouTube channel. We've listened to your podcasts. We like them very much. Thank you. We have a bunch of podcasts coming pretty soon. And uh, subscribe to Tesla Model X Journey, my Tesla Model X Journey, yes. right? On YouTube and uh, follow yeah. Donna Marianne around yeah. on their travels. She does a video a day, every day. So Stay we, tuned for video. What yeah, number next? Be, this will be uh, up tonight. Oh, God, don't stress me out. It's uh, 8.06 or 8.07. Oh, my God. 8.07. Today's yeah. 8.07. 807 <laughs> days in a row, not missed yeah. one. Not well, missed one. Ruby, I just wanted to say that, you know, National Drive Electric yeah. Week is coming up. Oh, and what are we Don doing for that? and I are going to be yeah. at Brentwood Park. We'll be driving electric. We'll yeah. be driving, exactly. We'll be driving electric. Yeah. And I think um, Don is going to take another trip to uh, C4EE, the AKA the solar farm up near Roanoke Rapids. Yep. They've especially requested oh, Ruby's, pre- Ruby's oh, presence. They would love that. Sometime uh, in October? No, oh. September. I'll tell you the date. I'll look it up. Yeah, but it's I'll coming go with up. You. The sure. night, I want to say the night. Well, 19th. you go with me. That's why we yeah. ride up together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Swing yeah. by pick you up. They uh, really have a good mission up there to help out the local kids and get them love some, intro, some uh, um, exposure to the tech. And they love, want Ruby to dance because that's, you know, very popular. Yeah, I love it. When the wing, the, as, they, as I often say, is when those Falcon Wings door, doors go up, all the eyes go up. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you want to cooler than a Lamborghini, yeah, that's yeah. right. Come over and check out what's going on over here. So we have some exciting things come coming up. Yeah, and uh, we doing trying to, to do our pe- team EV. Honestly, well, yeah, yeah, that I is mean, very good. I think it's important. Yeah, all I around. think the message that we have is don't buy a new ice car without going and test driving one two, three EVs. For 99% of the applications, you have to be completely out of your mind to buy anything but an electric car for most people. That's right. As long as you have a place to charge it, it'll work. Several EVs before making another gas car purchase. No matter what they are. Exactly. It doesn't matter what they are. Well, drive them all. I mean, honestly, and pick the one that fits your budget. Yeah. Now, granted, that's that's the choke point right now is the upfront cost of an EV, but that's coming down. It's going to continue... So if you know you've got that uh, three-year-old car, plan to keep it for a couple more years. Well, in a couple more years, the prices are going to be much more compatible. Consider a used EV. EV a used EV. That's right. I threes right. are ten to twelve grand all day long now. Yeah. And that's uh, if you buy one without a Rex, you won't have too many maintenance problems. Yep. Leafs are ten grand or less, five grand in some cases. Yeah. 
so I mean, there's the budget. Uh, you know, for a newer used one isn't bad. Uh, Model S 85s are under 30 grand. Yeah, we drove a Model S a couple weeks That's ago. That's right, you did. 2014. 100,000 miles on it, yeah. and it drove like a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all they really need is just tires, alignment, brakes, maybe yeah. not even brakes. It, it yeah. gave us encouragement. We're at 60,000 on Ruby. So yeah, that's where I am on my car. So it, that was very, you know, at, at this point, uh, the next 40,000, I mean, she's going to feel and drive the same way. I'm totally expecting that to be the case. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, there's really no stress on that car whatsoever. Yep. I mean, unless when Marianne's ripping it, but uh, I don't think I that's going to wear anything down. I don't do that on down. the way home from school after Johnny's out of the car. Right. No, <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't happen. Right. As long as Teslify doesn't log the top speed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yep. uh, thanks again. We'll see you guys on whenever you're here next time. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Thanks. But Thank you. Uh, sorry to make you Enjoyed redo it. the show. Uh, after the audio problem. messed no. up. But, we uh, different topics this time. Uh, it's always it's a, it's been fun. We that's never that's have a problem getting together yeah, and yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you have 80s. an hour and a half, you want to just listen to people roll ramble on. Just get me and Marianne on. Your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.